This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic on Bloomberg Radio. So a story in Business Week magazine this week, it's about how landlords from Tampa, Florida to Memphis, Tennessee and Riverside, California have been jacking up rents at record speeds and they just talk about multiple people applying, some renters forced to check into hotels while they hunt after losing out too many times. It's just one part of the massive real estate market that we like to follow at Bloomberg. So too does our next guest. And uh, back with him, certainly a friend of the show, Kent Swig, president at Swig Equities, a real estate development and investment firm. They focus on commercial and residential properties properties here on the East Coast, on the West Coast, and Kent, uh, back with us on the phone in New York. How are you? I am good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, trying to make sense of, you know, once again, I feel like I've seen this movie before, and I know you and I talk about it every time that there's a little bit of a spike in numbers or a hot spot when it comes to COVID. We see IBM closing New York City offices amid rising COVID-19 cases. We see a lot of companies rolling back, bringing back workers uh, to their offices. What are you seeing and what are maybe the implications, Kent, when it comes to commercial real estate? Well, uh, you you said it perfectly. You know, I feel like we're back on a merry-go-round. I thought we were coming out of this, certainly by Labor Day. I thought that the office population would be, you know, very much filled back in New York City. Um, I think what's happening is it's just it's a slow entry back. Um, We're certainly seeing rising occupancy. Um, New York is, you know, well over 70 percent with uh, one vaccine, and and we're we're getting more that way. So... um, you know, it, it, this really, this whole variant is a result, frankly, of the fact that people aren't getting their vaccines. Um, and those people who are not getting vaccines really are, are, are walking weapons against, you know, all of those who've been vaccinated, all of humanity, and against themselves. So it's incumbent upon us as Americans, as a patriotic thing to do, is to, to get vaccinated. And that would put us in a position where we can reopen in a much safer way. Well, well you know, when you talk about... You know, we're seeing people come back, though, in terms of rising office vacancy. How many offices that were still wide open? Nobody's there. Well, I, I meant rising often office uh, occupancy, if I, if I said it wrong. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Or maybe it, I misheard. It, it, we're, we're still there, but it's, um, you know, we, the occupancy is slowly rising is what I was, was trying to say. The, um, look, I, I thought we would have been, you know, 50, 60, 70 percent by now. We're not. Um, it is getting that way, I think. You know, we're sitting also in the last two weeks of August going into Labor Day. So people are saying, you know, there's a variant out there. The mm-hmm. weather's, you know, still hot. I yeah. might as well wait till after Labor Day. We're going to go into the Jewish holidays at that point, And there'll be another reason not to come back. So, um, you know, it's not moving as quickly, certainly, as we thought. Uh, you know, masking is starting to become more prevalent again. Um, you know, temperature readers are out there. Washing hands is is certainly you know in in vogue again, mm-hmm. more so than it was. Um, and I think this is all all within our control this time. The virus is the virus, and it's up to us as the citizens of America to become vaccinated. And that is how we will deal with the virus. And and it's a pretty simple thing. Right. Um, and it, it's and that's that's what's going on right now is those who have not are putting both the economy and hum, other humans at risk. Well, Kent, and forgive me, you did say slowly rising uh, office occupancy. I just wrote it down wrong. So oh. you are you are spot on. Okay. Uh, I just want to give credit where it's due. Um, President Biden did did um, call out the private sector and thank them for what they are doing. Do you think the private sector heads of companies are doing enough in terms of saying? 
you want to come work or you're going to be a customer, this is what you need to do. Um, yes, I, 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 could we do more always? But mm. um, I think that the private sector has responded very, very intelligently and quickly and, and rather boldly. You know, um, I know for our companies, we've required a vaccine, absolutely, or mm-hmm. you have to take a COVID test at least twice a week within 24 hours and show um, that you have a negative test. Um, I'm, I'm pushing towards not even allowing that and just saying if you're not vaccinated, you just can't come into the office. Um, fortunately, for most of my companies, everybody's been vaccinated. Right. Um, and I commend those people, and, um, and they're honoring themselves as well as, uh, as the rest of uh, our humanity in America. Um, uh, but I think I do think the businesses have responded quite well to that, and and that's what it takes. You know, it's it's yep. we need to implore and to all the people to get this vaccine. Is there a dislocation? I think you and I have talked about this before, and I think one of the things that has been so surprising um, is that we haven't seen more problems in the commercial real estate as more you know as people have stayed home. Is there some dislocation coming uh, on, a, on a larger scale, Kent? That that you're anticipating and just got about 45 and then we'll come back and talk some more. Uh, perfect question. Um, the answer is possibly yes. Okay. Um, and, and the reason is, is because for the first time really um, in our country's history, potentially, we have a, we have a, we have a, a, a shortage of workers. Um, people are finding, some people are finding that they'd rather take a lot less pay and sit at home, not have to commute, not have to buy clothing for work, and they think that they can work for home. That potentially portends a, 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 slow down maybe in some of the office uh, uh, leasing that has occurred in the past, but I would say that's more class B and C space than it would be class A space. All right. Great, great uh, response. Hey, sit tight, Kent. We're going to come back and talk some more. I want to talk a little bit about crypto, the world, because I know you guys have been uh, moving into that and uh, with a stable coin specifically. And I also want to talk a little bit about maybe local politics. We are talking with Ken Swig. He is president of Swig Equities uh, with us on the phone from New York City. We'll continue that conversation in just a moment. Let's get back to our guest, Ken Swig, president at Swig Equities, a real estate development and investment firm. They've got properties on the east and west coast. He's still with us on the phone in New York City. Hey, hey, Ken, when you hear like Macy's, I mean, they're on a tear this year, at least the, the uh, equity trade here. How do you think about retail going forward? What really stays with us, especially after a year and a half where we've seen so much of a move to the upside in e-commerce, yet you still have somebody like Amazon who says, wait a minute, we still need to also... We're interested in opening up large retail. Well, it's it's interesting. I, it, retail itself, mm-hmm. um, you know, I like to say it, it's you know what what Einstein said about matter, right? It's it's neither created nor destroyed. It merely changes its form. So retail is clearly changing its form. But in terms of popularity, um, you know, people are still buying things um, all over. I, I think that. Um, it's just you know it the the big box users have such realized that they don't need to have that kind of space in you know very very expensive locations in order to perform well and sell their goods and services so um you know there are form changes you know industrial was used to be we used to call industrials really now just an extension of retail um so it, people are still shopping people are still buying i, I was talking to um a company, uh, Vashon Constantine, the other day, mm-hmm. and and it, unbelievable, their sales are so dramatically better they, over 2020 over 2019 in the middle of COVID. So uh-huh. um, you yeah. know, people are buying very very expensive watches to wear at home, but but nonetheless they were. So 
um, it's 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 an interesting period of time. Yeah, it's interesting in the luxury space. I, uh, we talked to a, a watchmaker, to a seller of watches, one of the luxury, the high end too, and they said, you know, basically you'd get into a virtual store and you would be showing watches a, a seller to some customer, and that's how they did it, and it worked. And who would have thought uh, a few years ago that they would do it and be able to sell something that sells for thousands of dollars, you know, virtually? But they did it. Hey, I want to switch gears a little bit, if I can. Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, the crypto world because you guys are developing a new cryptocurrencies. It's a stable coin. It's backed by a physical asset. We're talking about gold. How is that going and where are you in that process? Um, it's not, it, 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 while it appears a lot like a, a stable coin, we cannot define ourselves quite that way. So okay. We don't. Um, but how is it going? It's going very well. We, um, we, uh, we actually have a coin that um, we took over, and the coin had some problems and, and trading discrepancies, so we basically closed it down, and we're reissuing a brand new coin with gold backing and giving a free coin to everybody who had a legitimate coin ownership prior to the uh, uh, trading misproprieties. Um, and it's going well. We're, one of the unique things about us is that we're, we're based in the United States. And mm-hmm. The coin is Dignity Gold. Um, but we're based in the United States. We're, we're open and, and transparent of who owns it. Uh, our attorneys are in the United States. The gold is in the United States. We've got gold backing, um, you know, with a lien on, on, on the mines where the gold rests. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're voluntarily going in and filing with the SEC for us. So, it's it's a very different way of going about doing it, and in fact, we will also be paying a dividend because we're 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 setting up an investment fund that that is linked with with the coin and uh, pledging some of the dividends um, that are you know profits will be paid as a dividend to the coin holder. So. Help me out here, because it, it is it is so different from like the other cryptocurrencies that are out there. So who do you see yeah. actually buying it? And is 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 it correct in that it's going to be available at the end of the year, or what's the timeline on this? Um, well, it'll it, it should be publicly traded, you know, at the end okay. of the year. It's not an initial coin offering because it, it's just we're issuing coins to people who had a, a previous one. Um, but the the part of what. I think we're looking at is a different thing. The the the, dig, the, the digital currency mm-hmm. is in fact a digital currency. I think what we're doing is we're taking business practices that make sense um, in terms of governance, in terms of SEC regulation and 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 uh, review, uh, in terms of real backing, attorneys, etc., and then applying it into the digital currency world. Because frankly, you know, the some 280 digital currencies that are out there, a lot of it, you know, are out there in the wild wild west of the world um, where you don't know who owns them you don't know the trading platforms you can't find anybody around they're very they're all decentralized um, and and you know it's it's an odd thing to go buy a, a, a company that you don't really know what it does it doesn't right. perform it doesn't make money etc and it's the greater fool theory that if you you, you buy it and somebody else will pay more this this has business mm-hmm. practices with gold backing and and procedures and policies and it'll be linked to a fund with dividends being paid etc so it's kind of blending good business you know, from from the old world, if you will, into the digital currency world. You've learned a lot since you learned about uh, cryptocurrencies from your son. <laughs> no, <Absolutely>. seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Um, hey, just got a couple of minutes left here, or a little bit under that. Um, New York politics. I know you're backing Eric Adams. You are all in on him. Tell us about what you think the city needs right now as a leader. Well, we need leadership. 
and and I got and 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 one of the reasons I, I'm backing Eric Adams is is he happens to be, in my opinion, the right person, certainly at the right time. Um, he, he can walk into the police force, um, having been there for 22 years as a captain, and talk to the police as one of them, and 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 be able to look and say, you know, nobody's there's no human group on earth that's perfect. So we have to recognize our weaknesses and we have to, you know, overcome them, etc. And he's doing it at, with respect and understanding. At the same time, he can walk into the black community and other communities here and say, look, you know, not only do I understand the community, and I've grown up in New York, and, and I understand your issues, I was also beaten up by the police at one point in my life, and, and I joined them to make changes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not looking to ostracize people. I'm looking to, you know, to, to, to work from within. And and I think that's a very unique blend. He knows where all the street corners are. He knows where all, all where people live. He knows right. where the communities are. He knows, and he takes a very logical business you know, uh, um, viewpoint of, of how to run well, the city, which well, would be through a business point of view. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Just 30 seconds quick. I mean, this is a city, the, the Wall Street community, the financial community, the business community. Is he going to be sympathetic to it, in your view, the investment community? Just quickly. Well, quickly, the answer is yes, but I'm saying it in a different way. He's going to be sensitive to the New York City population as a whole, which is a blend of all of the component parts of us. Mm-hmm. So he's leading all of us. He's not leading fractions of us. And he can walk in and people and will listen to him. They don't right. have to agree with him all the time, but they'll listen because he is one of us in so many different ways. Right. And that is leadership with an understanding and that's what we need all right on that note we're going to say goodbye kent thank you so much be well kent swig he is president of swig equities on the phone from new york city